Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the World of Biz podcast. My name is Sydney, and I'm so excited to be your host today. Today, I am joined by the lovely and amazing Sky. Hi. And today, we're going to be looking at the sit-down restaurants around Disney's Hollywood Studios. But first, we can do some roundtable. Um, I'll start with the saddest news this fair has ever heard which is Country Bear Jamboree is now closed for refurbishment. And it's sad. And I'm going to miss the classics that are there. I'm hoping it's still good. We'll see how it ends up being. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they they do with it to see how different it's going to be. But I feel bad for the people who waited in line forever and ever and ever and then didn't actually get to see it one last time. I do feel bad for those people because I kept seeing that everywhere and I was like, wow, that's the worst. But at least they got to walk in and take pictures and stuff. But- the same thing happened to Ellen's Energy Adventure when it closed. So the like the last ride of Ellen's didn't go through. The Bears at Country Bear decided that they were going to bow out one show too early. Um and same thing happened where they let like everyone walk through and take pictures and videos and stuff like that because it's all going to be gone anyway might as well yeah and then right around the corner from country bears we have beignets ah (laughs) you don't have to go all the way to french quarter to get a beignet i'm so here for it i cannot wait now i'm not gonna lie they don't look like they're as good as the ones in french quarter or the ones in disneyland yeah. Uh, you still, if you want an actual good beignet, go to French Quarter. And even those aren't as good as they used to be, but they're still good. Agreed. I, I remember when they first were a thing, they were more authentic. Now they're yes. like a Mickey shaped ball of bread, which, like, okay, it's better than nothing, but not the same. So you just have to know, like, don't have your expectations too high. Um, just, you know, go for the atmosphere and the idea of what a beignet kind of is. <laughs> yeah so. they're at golden oak outpost so they'll be right next to where tiana's uh tiana's bayou adventure sorry I forgot the name of it will be by the end of this year hopefully but yeah the the ones used to be better they look they look decent but they don't look awesome the ones in disneyland i think will reign supreme because they don't think they're changing them and they're not mickey shaped right I don't the think ones in the them. parks i thought the ones in the parks were are they mickey shaped okay they might change. Well, I didn't have the ones in Disneyland. I just saw people with them, but I didn't remember. Yeah, the ones in Disneyland are Mickey-shaped, I think. Oh. I mean, Mickey-shaped food is awesome, but then it takes away some of the authenticity of, like, actual beignets. The like, one... that's supposed to be modeled after Tiana yeah. in the park, so they should look like the ones Tiana makes in the movie. Is that too much to ask? No, I agree. That's why I think the ones that you can get inside of her new restaurant, Tiana's Palace, those are not Mickey shaped, but the ones that are at the walk up right beside, it's like the mint julep, call it like the mint julep bar, but you can't get like alcohol there. I don't really know why it's called that, but it's like the mint julep place right beside there because it's obviously it's in Disney. You can't in Magic Kingdom there. It's, it's not a, like a walk up like Epcot. Um, and so you, it's a walk up type stand and you can get beignets there. I think those are Mickey shaped. So the okay. ones they have in Tiana's Palace are like the puff, like square ones. And it's, I think they're honestly square, not because they look authentic, but because they're filled, which I think is really weird. 
Oh, okay. And normal beignets aren't. I don't have my like. I I don't have full knowledge of them, but like normal <laughs> beignets aren't filled. No, they're light they're and covered. airy. They're covered in powdered sugar. Yeah, that's whatever. Disney, get your beignets right, please. And thank you from the people who aren't even like actual beignet experts, but we're enough of beignet experts to say these are wrong. Yep, exactly. Now to some resort news. The newly renovated Boardwalk Inn and Garden Cottages are finished and are gorgeous. Yes, so cute. I want to stay in one so bad. And the one has, like, the cutest kitchenette and, like, the loft area. They're gorgeous. I I was showing my mom, and I'm obsessed with them. They're so pretty. I mean, I have to grow, like, a huge family before I can take anyone to go stay there. But, like, hey, they're so cute. I am all for it. Oh, yeah. And then the other big resort news, which isn't Disney World, but the Pixar Place Hotel at Disneyland, all the renovations are done and it is open. It does look cute. Obviously, neither of us have been there to see it, but the pictures look like they're going to be cute. Yeah, it looks I agree. cool. It looks so cute. With what they had done, like when we were there this summer, it was really cute. And then seeing all the finished products, I loved it. It was so fun. Awesome, because I didn't get to see it. it I don't think any of the renovations and things had started, like, none of the changes had really started when we were there. We didn't go over that hotel, but it wasn't being done when we were there yet. So, yeah, that makes sense. So, it's cute. I, I'm excited to see eventually, hopefully, in my life, I'll get to see the finished product. <laughs> yes. Well, before they change it again. Yeah, right? The finished product as of right now. Yeah. I think that's all the big roundtable news we had. Anything personally? No, I don't think so. I'm getting down into the lower digits until I'm heading there in April. Really excited. Yeah. Um, I'm really depressed. I still don't have a annual pass holder magnet. I really want one. And they're doing a hey, hey ones right now. I'm a little bitter, but that's okay. Um, so shout out to Katie for getting those. That For her to be able to get a magnet is a lot cooler than me. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's it. I'm really excited. I can't wait to go back. Hopefully they'll come out with a new one and be having them available while I'm there in April. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I have two quick things. One, I think I'm going to end up in Disney in March. Very cool. I am not going to be taking PTO because I do work full time. So I'm going to be joining my family in the park while my sister's on spring break. But I'm going to be working during the day, probably resort working and hopping between some of the resorts to work there during the day and then join them in the parks every night. And on top of that, we have one huge, amazing piece of podcast news that we got a new addition to our team this week. Hopefully she'll be joining soon. She is currently a DCP cast member over at Art of Animation working food and beverage there, which I think is really awesome that we're like announcing her as we're doing a food and beverage episode. And her name is Abby. Adorable. I love her. I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her. Um, Go over to our Instagram because this week she did have some stories up. And we are so excited to just introduce you to her and for her to be joining our team. Yeah, it's exciting. I can't wait. Yeah. That was all the news. And I think we're ready to head into some of the restaurants over at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. So the Do you first explain one... how we're going to break it down first? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So we're going to end up breaking it down because 
each of the parks has way too many dining places to do it all in one episode between the table service, quick service, and all the just smaller booths and things like that too. Um, especially Hollywood Studios, as you'll hear in our next food episode about Hollywood Studios. They've got lots of little things that sell actual food other than just like a stand with like popcorn. Those we're not necessarily going to touch on as much unless they have something special there. Um, but so we're going to do this episode is going to be all of the table service restaurants. So it's if a reservation is needed to go in, that's how it's going to be divided up is reservation, non-reservation. Um, now, all of these things you can try for the most part to get walk-ups. Not all of them will have walk-ups. Um, there's one specifically that you really can't get a walk-up for, period. Some of them you can try walk-ups for the day of, and they might have a cancellation. Um, but the first one that we talked about, actually, like, you need to book it ASAP because you're not going to get a reservation otherwise. Um, so we are the things we are not including in either of them. I'm not including like the phantasmic or like any of the dining packages. So if it's like a fireworks dining package that you can get from certain places, we're not touching on those as much because that's not just we're looking at the dining side, not the whole package side. Um, so like I said, we're starting in Hollywood Studios, and we're going to be starting with the table service restaurants for this episode. Woohoo! So the first one, like I said, this is. I kind of led up to it a little bit, and some of you might have guessed what it is. We're going to start with the Hollywood Brown Derby. Oh. <laughs> this one's really pretty. Have you ever been inside of it? I have not been inside. You're the only one who's been inside. But Sky talked about it a little bit on your episode back in December of she didn't have actual, you didn't have actual food there, but you had, like, their specialty stuff for the Jollywood Nights. Yeah. So everything that I've seen, though, I would definitely not recommend you to take your child. Um, it's definitely not like a kid-friendly, kid-normal restaurant. So if you have, especially if you have a picky eater, even a picky teen or a picky husband, um, don't take them. Uh, just because it's literally called the Hollywood Brown Doobie. Doobie? Oh, Derby. Oh. <laughs> Hollywood Brown Derby, so it's both supposed to be like um, shown and acted like a replica of the one that's in Hollywood. And so the food is kind of hoity-toity, I guess is the best way to describe it. So like one of the main things that my mom has always talked about wanting to try there is their wedge salad. They usually have a pianist or some kind of jazz artist playing when you are there so if that gives you a vibe as to what it's like inside um i i think that's pretty helpful but it is absolutely beautiful i will tell you that there are pictures all over the walls of like different people who have eaten there just like the real hollywood brown derby has um it's really cool to see all of those and to like watch and see all of the different um like comparisons of actors and actresses that are on the walls and it's very wide range of stuff um and then the, of course the cast members are great inside but there's nothing really like i would say outstandingly different about your cast member service it's not like a drastic experience for your cast members if that makes sense it's just a normal dining experience but um yeah so if you are not a hoity toity food person don't go i wouldn't recommend but if you are willing to try something different and more on the expensive side, then definitely book those reservations because otherwise you are not going to get in there. 
for some reason, even though <laughs> like I just went into detail about the fact that it's kind of not the most um, basic level of food, it's booked out pretty far in advance. I think honestly, just because of what the name is and the significance, I don't know if you'd agree, yeah. but I would say it's, I think it's just- I would agree on that. And that's honestly the only reason. Otherwise, I don't really get why it gets booked so far in advance because it's, it makes zero sense. Yeah, like there's so many other places that I, I totally like be our guest in the Magic Kingdom. You'll hear us talk about that later, like in one of our later episodes. And I, I totally get why that one gets booked really fast because it's a super cool experience. But th- this, like, I don't know. It's a little interesting. But also the restaurant's not very big. I think that has a lot to do with how it gets booked up so fast. It is very small. Like it's like one room with like two sides that step up either side. Like it is not very big at all. So I think that has a lot to do with it as well. But I don't know. Has Mark eaten there? I haven't even asked. I don't think Mark has. Okay. I'm looking at some of the He's super picky, so probably not. (laughs) Well, just to give you guys kind of an idea, so they do have lunch and dinner. Like, I'll just look at some of the appetizers. And then the cheapest appetizer you can get is $14. And it's spiced granola, hazelnut, and a blood vinaigrette on top of beets. <laughs> so, it's like, that's the cheapest. Charcuterie board is $23. And Don't do the charcuterie I think board. And the most expensive. Don't. Um, well, I wonder if the charcuterie board would be better as an actual meal and not at Jollywood Nights, too. I wonder I if it's know. the same or if it's different. Because I thought have- about that. Do you want to tell us what's on it? And I can tell you if it's close to the same thing. It says chef selection of oh. alternating cured meats, cheeses, and other accompaniments. Um, so you never know. The year based on seasonal offerings. So I'm Rest guessing roulette. It's, it's whatever the <laughs> seasonal. And it says you can ask a cast member about it. So you can ask what's on it for each time you go. Like whenever you're there, you can ask and see what actually is on it. So. I'm guessing like seasonal because if it's other like fruits and things that like those will change throughout it and yeah based on what's in season their entrees their most famous is literally called our famous Cobb salad it's $25 for a spit roasted turkey bacon egg tomato blue cheese avocado classic dressing Cobb salad with chicken it's $32 and with shrimp it's $35 that's insane for a salad Free range chicken and dumplings is $38. <laughs> and it's pumpkin. So, if you are looking to be cost effective at a table service, don't hit up Brown Derby. But if you want to do it for the experience, go ahead. Head on in there. Um, listen to some music. Get a $38 app. And um, uh, they do have a kids. They, they have a kids menu. They do actually have chicken noodle soup and the chopped salad on the kids menus. Those are a la carte appetizers that are less than four dollars. So like three twenty-five for a chicken noodle soup, that's not bad. No. But like that's a reasonable price thing. That's one of the most reasonable price things you could probably get at Disney. But However, who goes to freaking brown derby and gets chicken noodle soup? Okay, I'm actually kind of impressed by their kids' menu in that they have things that kids will eat and things that kids won't eat. So they have create or create your own entree where they have one option is a grilled chicken breast and you get two sides and it's 1650 with a large chicken breast a drink and two sides wow but most kids aren't going to eat that but they also have a hot dog for 925 where you get the hot dog with two sides all the kids seem to come with two sides and they actually have like fruit cup yogurt parfait apple slices potato chips mashed potatoes like actual good 
I'm like impressed by the kids offerings for a place that isn't a big kids place. Yeah. And it's so expensive. Like having, when you take $17 for a grilled beef filet, $17.50 for the kids, but you get two sides and the drink, that's actually not all that bad for Disney prices. Yeah, I agree. But then you scroll down and there's a $65 glass of wine, which I'm sure in the scheme of things isn't that expensive. It just threw me off when the others are way less. <laughs> Again, you just got to know what you're going into. Know that it is not going to be a very cheap meal. And as far as I'm concerned, if you want a really good meal and you're going to spend all of that money, I would recommend going somewhere else personally. Yeah. Just my two cents. So just to say the most expensive and least expensive entree, which I won't necessarily do for all of them, but this one is so expensive, I want to note it, is the filet mignon for the adults entree is $49. Love it. That's the most <laughs> expensive. The least expensive is the um, Cobb salad at $25. Ah. That better be a giant Cobb salad, just for the record. A giant Cobb salad. <laughs> Oh, and this, I didn't say where it was located. Kind of, it's located on Hollywood Boulevard off to the right-hand side. It's kind of tucked away a little bit. So it's a little quieter over there, but it's cute. I mean, I can't recommend it because I've never been. And you only had the Jollywood Nights food, so you definitely don't recommend it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like the worst person to advertise for it right now. But again, not <laughs> harping on it, just saying you know, just know what you're getting into. Check your menu. Make sure there's something your kid's going to eat. Make sure there's something your husband's going to eat before you go in. All right. Because you're less likely to find something like casually on the menu at this kind of a restaurant. So, all right. Let's hop on over to our next yeah. one. Next is a character dining experience at Echo Lake. And that is Hollywood and Vine. And they have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But because it's a buffet... Or like a family style. I don't remember which it is. I think it's buffet. It's um, it's set prices. So at breakfast, it's forty-seven for adults and thirty dollars for children, and for lunch and dinner, it's sixty-three per adult and forty dollars per child. But Very it cool. is a character dining. It looks like it's got pretty much the basics, <laughs> like most of them. Most of the character dining buffets are about the same. Yeah, it's just changing who the characters are and where you are. But Cindy and I were saying it's been a very long time since we have both eaten at this restaurant. I was, I think, about two when I ate there, and I am 24 now. Um, so it's been a hot minute for me. And um, who was the special guest when you were there, Cindy? Tell um, it to so the this crowd. is how long ago I ate there. Is this was uh, JoJo's Circus? was like the headline, one of the big people that was there. Now, which like most of you probably have no idea who that is. It's less, like most of you listeners probably have never heard of Jojo Circus. That's an old Playhouse Disney, when it was actually Playhouse Disney um, character. I'm trying to think of who else was there. I know Jojo. Was it Handy Manny? Lion. Huh? Was it Handy Manny? I think it was before Handy Manny was there. Okay. Because he okay, was there so at the time was, too. I was JoJo Circus. My sister was Handy Manny. That was like the eight. We were four years apart, and that was just enough for her to not watch as much of JoJo Circus, but for me to watch Handy Manny with her. And they were both over when it was Playhouse Disney Live on stage um, <laughs> over there. They were actually both there at points. So you can still meet Handy Manny at like some events and things, I think. 
Like, I think I don't know. Sometimes. I've never seen him since the long time. I think he was at Run Disney stuff. That's where I think I saw him recently. That's cute. That's cute. Because it would be that generation of kids. I would totally, (laughs) I would get out of line to meet him just for the fun of it. I don't remember if he still has a place or if he's like a random one that comes out over in that area. But I know the characters that are now at Hollywood and Vine are Minnie, Mickey, Goofy, Pluto, Donald, and sometimes Daisy. And their outfits change throughout the year and normally stay. Like, they have special outfits there, not just, like, the basic, normal, like, mini spotted dress. It's specialty outfits that are Hollywood-themed. And they get, like, a Halloween makeover that's awesome. And that's, like, I one thought, of the few places you can meet them in those costumes. I thought Van Barino was there. Is she not there anymore? I, it says those are the characters that are always there. So it what? looks as though she might. Okay. Characters can vary, including Fancy Nancy, Vampirina, Doc McStuffins, Roadster Goofy are often your host for this high-energy experience. So it seems like all those different ones can be there. Hmm. So you never know who you're going to get. Are you going to get the Fab Five, or are you going to get... It seems like from what I'm looking at... From what I'm looking at, there tends to be one of those characters, like a, a Disney, sorry, now Disney Junior now, but there tends to be a Disney Junior character there, it looks like. But it seems like it also changes depending on who's popular and what season it might be. Makes like, sense. I think it looks like Doc McStuffins might have been there recently, the most recent one. But, I don't know. Very cool. So if you have kids, always a good option. Buffets are always good because you can choose whatever food you want off of the buffet. And then you always have that two for one because you're meeting those characters. And especially if you're meeting Fab Five characters, you don't have to stand in those long lines elsewhere to meet those characters. Um, So it's kind of a win-win. But you do have to also take into account how much does your kid eat? Is your kid going to eat enough to pay that amount of money for the buffet? Are you and your husband or your family members in general going to eat enough to pay that large of a sum for the buffet so yeah but always we're gonna say this about a hundred times check the menu make sure there's at least a couple of things that you your kids and your spouse are going to eat on that menu if not please don't go and complain because you have the ability the capability to look at menus (laughs) oh yeah there's and like it's pretty easy on here to see now some of these say like seasonal offerings But like the breakfast, I mean, I would do breakfast. It gets you, if you do breakfast, I know it's harder for some families, but you can also often book earlier than when the park is open for breakfast offerings for any park. Like breakfast options normally start an hour before the park opens. Like plus, you can get an hour plus earlier than what the park actually opens to be there for that breakfast. So you get that, then you can walk around that area empty and take pictures. You're not allowed to go on rides and things. They don't open that up. But after you're done eating, if you're still, the park might not be open when you get done eating and it's less expensive and they have chicken and waffles. So, yep, they have banana, foster, French toast. And I just had lunch and this is still making me hungry to read their breakfast menu. <laughs> um, but it's, again, it's one that especially there aren't a ton of places to meet. One, some of the characters like that from Playhouse Dis- or from Disney Junior, sorry, Two. You don't have a ton of places that are character dining to meet the Fab Five in the parks. Correct. 
So it's a good one where you know you can meet them in the park and it's guaranteed. Yeah. There's like, I th is there one at each park? I'm trying to think. Because there's, Epcot is not, Garden Grill has some of them, but it's not, I don't know if there's, this is the only one in park. I want to say that, but I'm not like, don't hold me to that. I think you might be correct. I think there used to be one in Animal Kingdom, but it's not anymore. And so, yeah. Just use Tusker House. That's, Tusker that's House. a fab five, but it's is not all, is it all five? See, that's we'll the one there. I was thinking of. That's the one I was thinking of. And I couldn't remember if it was all five or not now. So that's why I was saying I think it might be the only one in all the parks. Because so you for sure get the Fab Five. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you'd have to go to Chef Mickey's if you wanted it elsewhere. And that's not in a park. So I don't know. There's some wins there as well. Yeah. What's our next restaurant? I think it's your personal fave. Wait, no, it's which not. way are you going? Uh, next is Mama Melrose. Oh, one of my It's your favorite. <laughs> yes. They have lunch and dinner, and it's located on Grand Avenue, back by the Muppets. Take it away. It's so good. Guys, I crave this so often. It's a problem. Like, it is so good. And it smells so divine in there. <laughs> But again, it like, it's not, oh my word. It's not a very big restaurant and it's kind of in a really weird spot. So when you if you do book a reservation, you're probably going to have to use a map to find it if you've never been there before because it's not obvious. Like Hollywood Brown Derby, pretty obvious. It's right on the strip. Um, Hollywood and Mine, pretty obvious. It's right beside the giant lake. <laughs> so all of these are pretty obvious stops. But this one is in like a really weird corner off of the Muppets area where they literally let out the show. So where the Muppet 3D lets out for the show, you go around the corner, there's a big Kermit sign. And then to the right, it says like the little teeny tiny opening for the restaurant. But you will be able to smell it before you get there, I promise, because it smells oh, yes. amazing. Um, so they have great Italian food. Um, you can actually see the kitchen as you are being seated. So that's pretty cool. Um, the, the wait staff, again, is pretty basic Italian wait staff, normal attire. So there's nothing like fancy in that realm. It's not very Disney-esque, I would say. It's not Disney through up yeah. everywhere. So if you're wanting a little bit of a not Mickey Mouse everywhere, this is probably a good stop for you because it's, just like a normal Italian restaurant, honestly. They have little fairy lights inside that are super cute. And um, they've got like greenery to make it kind of look like the vineyards in Italy. I don't know. It's really cute. Um, they have a dessert that is, it looks like spaghetti and meatball, like cupcake. And it it's super gross, but also looks really good all at the same time. Um, <laughs> they actually have a really good ice cream that you get for free for your birthday, whereas most of the places it's just a nasty cupcake. They give you a really good ice cream. I would highly recommend it. It is good. Yeah, it's not just... We got that one before. It's not just some basic, like, little tea cupcake. This is happy birthday, like all the other places. So I'd recommend for that. But my favorite go-to meal, and then, Cindy, you're going to have to share yours. My favorite is actually barely Italian, which is hilarious. It's um, steak, and then it has, like, pasta underneath of it. And then you the put charred it. strip steak. Is that the with, one you get? Yes, or? with the mac and cheese. Oh, so you actually my. Put in a, I, I, I think you chose the most expensive uh, uh, entree that you could. 
Oh, I know $36. The most expensive (laughs) option here is $36. I'm not shocked. But the reason why is the first time we went, we were on the dining plan. So it didn't even matter. It makes perfect sense. You get it and it's one that makes you hit the, oh yeah. Yep. So for those who are not aware, Disney just opened their dining plan. We talked about it not too long ago. Sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes it's not. In this instance, when she said it makes so much sense, it does make sense. When you're on the dining plan, it makes sense to get a $36 meal instead of a $20 meal because it's already paid for. And so why not? Why not do that? And so we splurged and I got that. And my mom got like some like really normal Italian thing. I think she got like lasagna got a, or like, spaghetti or something. They've got a good like list of things. And honestly, the least yeah. expensive is $24. So even, and they're big, they're family size portions. They're huge they're big portions. portions where you can split. Yes. So when you think about it, if you're getting the $24 option, which is the fettuccine, the mama's Italian pasta, and you split it between the two of you. Yep. That's not like a bad. Twelve dollars a meal. Yeah, that. So that's the lunch. I haven't double checked the. The dinner prices, look like they're the same. It looks like it's pretty much the same for both. Huh. So, so yeah, very good. Uh, highly recommend. Do you have a favorite thing that you've gotten there before? I want to say I've gotten the margarita flatbread I think before, and that was good. Did they I, do? Um, wait, they do. Uh, the. The brick oven pizzas. It's not yeah. like a, like a basic pizza. It's like a brick oven pizza for our listeners at home. So it's it's pretty cool. You can see the big brick oven when you pass by. So that's why the margarita pizza she's trying was probably as good as it was. <laughs> and I'm trying to think of what else I've gotten there. I think I've just gotten pasta there. I think I got, I think I literally got pasta once with the sauce and stuff on the side because I can be more sensitive to some tomato things. So I was like, okay, I'd rather get it on the side. But I want to say I got like the Italian, the mama's Italian pasta with chicken with that sauce on the side. Um, and it was, nice. it's just, it's a good basic. The desserts sound awesome. I'm trying to think if I've gotten any of them. They've got lots of fruity desserts. Yeah. So, like the lemon cheesecake with raspberry, lemon sorbet, cherry chocolate cake, blueberry chart, things like that, where it's very fruity. Um, and the kids is where they have the spaghetti and meatball cupcake. <laughs> the kids I will say the kids um menu honestly is okay it's like spaghetti pasta sauce cheese pizza spaghetti or panini with or with like you could do with sauce or just with butter on it the sides is where the sides is where you're gonna lose a lot of kids green beans and carrots cauliflower sauteed zucchini apple slices the apple slices are about the only thing that I would have been like yay as a kid I want to eat that in a theme park <laughs> But they also include desserts as options for your two sides that you can choose from. So you can either get an ice cream sundae or a meatball cupcake if you want a dessert in there. And a, like you can do a veggie and a dessert. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I would be all about that if I was a kid, but you know, teach their own. I know. I'm like, that's not the best kids menu I've seen, definitely. But the um the fried fresh mozzarella, so just like mozzarella, not even mozzarella sticks. I think if I'm remembering, they're squares of mozzarella oh. instead, instead of just like the basic sticks. But those were good. And Ooh. I think my parents have gotten the minestrone soup and liked it too, which is an appetizer. So yeah. it's good basic Italian, but like it's good. It is the non-Disney Disney restaurant. Yeah, for sure. 
So, ready to head on to the next one? Yes, go ahead. Next, we have the newest addition to the restaurants here, and that is Roundup Rodeo Barbecue, and that is located in Toy Story Land. Um, I'm going to read the tag for this one because it is newer. It's rustle up some tasty barbecue fare at this Western-themed restaurant where you'll see the world through the eyes of Andy's toys. So your toy size, you've got bigger things around you. They've got little, they've got a lot of nods to Toy Story. Um, it is lunch and dinner. The pricing is the same for both. It's $25 per child and $45 per adult. You get the bread service with the homemade cheddar biscuits. Um, you get a salad. You've got, you get to choose up one of the platters. Um, you've got sides and then desserts. And you've actually been there, so I'll let you take the rest. I was just kind of touching on the basics. Guys, the biscuits. Oh. That's what I want to go there for. The biscuits are so good. I don't even have words. I, I crave them all the time. <laughs> Guys, I'm a huge foodie, but the funny thing is, like, I don't eat a lot. I'm, like, one of those annoying peckish people. <laughs> Not like can only eat a little bit at a time. So I'm a buffet's worst nightmare. Like they make their biggest buck off of me because I cannot eat a lot. Like I just can't. So even if I don't eat like all day, if I go, I'm going to still only eat like a biscuit and eggs and chicken <laughs> and a little bit of a, like I get full so fast. It's horrible. I, I hate it about myself, but it's okay. I love to try food, <laughs> but we went, I went, my mom and I, and so just so you guys are aware, they give you the same portions, whether you are one person or four. And so my mom and I went, it was just the two of us, and we got the same portions as a four-person table, and it's unlimited portions. However, I will down me some bread. And so, so I had, I think, three biscuits. Oh, so good. Oh, my word. <laughs> but then I about died because I was trying to consume the rest of the food. Um, so, <laughs> so the mac and cheese is pretty good. It, it's kid friendly for sure. So if you're into that, definitely go for it. I am a huge mac and cheese person. It's my favorite food on the face of the planet. And I was not disappointed. So definitely go for it. And it would be kid approved. It's not like a gross mac and cheese. that's like baked and dry and kids don't like. No, it's good. It's kid approved. Plus it's like cute little spiral noodles. Kids will like it. Um, and then the... Tater tots were good. Okay, but super weird. They have like a a cheese at the bottom that we didn't know about. And then the tater tots go on top. And then there's like a aioli sauce and then a little bit of sprinkled cheese. It's so bizarre. Um, so we were eating them. We we're like, oh, this is good. This is good. And then all of a sudden we get down to the bottom row and it's like full of cheese. And so I think if I would have known, we would have like tossed it or something. So maybe toss it if you want I don't know it's interesting to me I don't know <laughs> um, I'm looking this up because I haven't been there so I'm looking this up now well it's so weird like we were shocked by it like we were just spooning it out onto our plates because it's their family style guys so it's served at your and table. it is not listed on the menu is that either no it's it has a name though what is it named um it's the uh for the the tater shot I know it has a name it. Potato barrels. Yeah, the potato barrels. I think it does say like, like the mac and cheese is slinky dog mac and cheese. Yeah. So the potato barrels, 
I thought, I think I saw on like their actual printed menu that it has like a sauce on it, but nothing about cheese. So that was interesting. Um, my mom said the corn was really good. It's like little oh. half ears of corn. Did you see it? It's green. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> give me a second. So the, oh, the married spuds, is that the other name for it? Or yes. loaded potato barrel smothered in a cheese sauce and green goodness dressing. Um, yeah, it was definitely interesting, but it it was good. They got it. <laughs> so make sure they don't sit too long in it. I'm trying to figure yeah, out what the green goddess dressing is. Because they can get soggy at the bottom. The mac and cheese looks amazing. Was yours topped with it? It looks like it was like topped with like cereal or something. No, it's just cheese. It's Oh, it's, crunchy cheese crackers? Yeah, it was kind of weird. Oh. That part was a little interesting, but <laughs> I just thought it was dried cheese. It's fine. Um, and then they have like a like roasted vegetables. Those were okay. But honestly, the highlights were definitely the biscuit. If you are a meat eater, there is a huge basket of meat. Like Mark, I think either has eaten there or one is eat there solely for the meat because yeah. it's just a different variety of meats. So there's like chicken, like smoked or, ribs, mm-hmm. uh, brisket, sausage, chicken. There's a ton. They also yes. have a, they have a plant based option. Yes. Our lovely um, Holly and Ian when they joined us, cauliflower and bratwurst and um, baked beans and things like that on there. I'm trying to yeah. look at what else on there, but it's not loading they, right this second. They also have for I think it's a smaller upcharge. You can get a piece of salmon. So if you're a pescatarian and you like the seafood side of things, you don't really eat meat. That's an option as well. Um, and then for dessert, the desserts honestly. I wish they weren't included because they were not that good. So you can get a cute little forky cupcake. That was really cute. I saw other tables doing that. Or they have like three different like pudding type things. My mom did the lemon one. I did the chocolate one. And then there was one other option. They're very not exciting. But my biggest recommendation, bring a blanket. This place is freezing. I genuinely think they want you out of there fast. And so I really think that they have the AC so cranked in that place because they want you to eat and then leave, not just hang out because they do have fun experiences. The waiters are really awesome. The, the music is really cool. The decor is amazing. The theming is phenomenal. Um, it has, they have like cute little picnic. It's like a picnic kind of vibe. So like you're served in mason jars and all different kinds of stuff. It's so cute. So I get why they want you to not stay forever, but yes, bring a blanket. I froze. My mom froze and my mom never gets cold. So definitely a very cold experience and your food gets cold fast if you don't shove it down. So (laughs) it seems like the kids option, like the kids dessert is the cupcake a la Forky. The other desserts, which sound really good, but they don't look as good, I feel like I could make them. They're adorable little mason jars, so they look really cute, but it's uh, lemon and blueberry cheesecake, goat's apple pie, Billy's uh, uh, chocolate silk pie, and Gruff's peach strawberry pie, and they're little mason jars, and they're super cute, but they, like, I, 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 my mom's a baker. She could probably make them better. Yeah, I know. Honestly, I'm not a baker, and I think I can make it better. <laughs> That's fair. Like, I like to bake, but, like, I'm not phenomenal, but I think I could do better. That's fair. And then they've got just little touches, it looks like. of. I, I know there's, like, little 
nods, extra nods to Toy Story in there. Do you want to talk about them? Do we not want to spoil some of them? Uh, well, they, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of cute to not say. Let's okay. Say you go in and you are supposed to be like a toy. And your waiter will explain that to you. They even have little horses that you can ride to your table if you're a kid. Um, it's in like a little barrel as soon as you walk in and the waiter will let you grab one and you can ride it to the table. Very cute. Um, and they will explain all of the experiences to you. But just don't be surprised if when Andy comes, something happens. That's all I'm going to say. It's so cute, though. It's really fun. I love it. I Like I said, I've been eating there. I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard awesome things and not so awesome things. So we'll see if we eat there ever. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but next on the list is Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater Restaurant. It is located in Commissary Lane. Um, so back past ABC Commissary back there. And it is a 50s-style drive-in theater featuring sci-fi movies, things like that. One of my favorites that they have is they have a um, Tom and Jerry episode playing up there. But it's also kind of creepy, crawly, sci-fi things, like old-style movies with, like, yeah. the 50-foot man where they make him grow and all the stuff like that. Um, they have lunch and dinner. It is not buffet-style. It is, like, you get your own. Um, and it's my parents love this one. I don't love it as much because I'm going to be honest, those movies <laughs> creep me out and gross me out when I was younger, so I don't love it as much. But just the thought of it is so cute, and we do enjoy it when we go. It's I had good food there. I'm picky, which like caused some issues too when I was younger, and when I got off of like the adults or got into the adults menu, didn't like stuff from the kids menu. But I'm looking at it now, going, I really want to go back. Uh, pesto penne pasta with chicken. They have lots of burgers, just kind of basics, barbecue, chicken salad sandwich. They've got onion ring appetizers, nachos, salads, chicken wings, just, I don't know, some classics that I think are just Americana food. Yeah, but what do you sit in? Tell them that. That's like the highlight of the whole experience. You get to sit in the cutest. So you're sitting in a, like, little car. So it's, you've got, like, rows. So most of them are three rows. Some of them are two rows. So it's, like, you will be split up. You can't necessarily talk as much in this one. But the whole point is that you're watching the movie. The servers used to roller skate around. Um, they do have some seats and some tables. So there are, if it's, like, overflow and super busy, you might be at one of the tables in back. So you might not be in the car. Do be aware of that. Because I have friends who are really upset when they didn't get to sit in the car. And we've had a party big enough once that we didn't get to sit in the car. Yeah, that makes But you sense. get to sit in cars. It's so cute. They're each their own little color. And, like, there's, like, a purple one. And, like, the seats are purple. And the car is purple. Same with, like, the red, blue, pink. They've got, like, some teal ones. It's adorable. Yeah, it is really cute. It's kind of dark in there. So if you're weird about not being able to eat with dark, because I have some people in my life that want to be able to see what they're eating. <laughs> if you're not into that, don't go. <laughs> You're not going to really fair. It is dark. Well. You're not going to be able to see. Yeah, but I did have a really good burger, and I think I had a milkshake when I went the last time. Their milkshakes are good. Yeah, so I would highly recommend. It's just kind of your dinery vibe American-esque food. Um, very cool. Definitely not like a high-end dining experience, but for sure kid-friendly and a fun time for everyone. 
the desserts I think are the most affordable. Like they have a dessert for seven dollars. The cookie nice. shake, their most expensive dessert That's is the $10. one I got. I think. I think I got the cookie shake. You're speaking my language, ma'am. I'm a big yeah. ice cream girly. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Coconut whipped cream. Interesting. Mm, I don't think I got that. I usually get milkshakes without whipped cream. Sue me, I know. But <laughs> what is wrong with you? I say that in the most loving way possible. But what is wrong with you, man? I used to hate whipped cream. Honestly, one of the only places that I get whipped cream is Chick-fil-A on their milkshakes. I guess I can't hold it against you, but that's true. Yeah, you can't. You don't like half the food that I eat. <laughs> okay, I'm a picky eater, but, like, whipped cream is a you not Like, everyone likes whipped cream. You sound like my parents. <laughs> like, how do you not like whipped cream? <laughs> I agree with them. <laughs> Um, the least expensive item you can get here is $19, and that's the chicken salad sandwich. And the most expensive item is the penne or the pesto penne pasta with shrimp, and that's $30. Of course, so, the one thing you listed. <laughs> that you well, were no, like, wow, I would that get sounds the one good. With shrimp. I would get the one with chicken. Yeah, but that's, of course, the one that you thought sounded good. <laughs> okay, that one, but the one with chicken is $4 less. Oh, okay, nice. So it's like on the main, it's 26. Most of the things are like $23-ish. They, oh, there's two things. So the grilled chicken citrus salad is also $19. I would get that happily. That actually sounds really good. They've got some awesome, it looks good. Um, but yeah, it's just so cute. My parents love it. Like I said, we don't go there as often. We tend to choose the next option that I'm going to talk about. But now <laughs> that I'm looking over the menu again, I'm I'm like okay I I would actually like to go here more than I think I remember liking to go here. Makes sense. The last option, for the record, I did this in alphabetical order, so I put the number last. Ah, uh, that makes sense. I yeah. understand. <laughs> um, so I put the number last instead. But the last one is one of our family favorites. It's Fifties Primetime Cafe. It's located near Echo Lake. And when you walk in there, you are walking into Mama's Kitchen with Cousin Sal as your server. No elbows on the table, no electronics out. Please set your own plate, like set your utensils, and we are ready to go. And it is awesome. They have fifty. They have movies playing, like old TV shows all around. It's adorable. They have lunch and dinner. Um, I like. I really like their um, Caesar salad with chicken. It's been really good, but they also have, last time we were there, and they normally have a Thanksgiving option. So I tried that, the Thanksgiving option, and it was pretty good, actually. Um, but, like, so, Cousin Harold's Vegetable Garden, Grandpa uh, Grandpa Jean's Chicken Pot Pie, Cousin Megan's Meatloaf. That's how the menu is, and it's adorable. Uh, however, I have a bone to pick with Disney and with 50s Prime Time, and I'm going to I'm going to get on my high horse in my soapbox here before I hand it over to you because they have changed this menu over the years and they keep shrinking it and they got rid of some of the best desserts that Disney ever had. And my family and a lot of other people are mad about it. They got rid of some of the absolute favorites. Like they had this amazing, huge ice cream sundae that had like Cracker Jack on it and all this other, like it was hot. It had actual hot fudge, which hot fudge is better than chocolate sauce. That's another high horse that I can get on at a different time. But I, I think agree. it had peanut butter sauce on it. It had, like, everything on it. And it was, uh, I think it was called Dad Sunday. They they didn't get rid of it right away. They, like, took it down and then called it Mom Sunday. And now it's not even on the list. Um, Now they have Dad's 
favorite chocolate peanut butter layer cake, which is good, but used to be 10 times better. They got, they used to have this awesome s'mores, um, like a, not a build your own s'more. Oh my goodness. I'm blanking on what it was, but this awesome s'mores dessert they're like it just went downhill it's not as good as it used to be the servers used to have more fun there everyone used to have a lot of fun like if you didn't finish your plate or if you didn't eat any of your veggies and like or you didn't listen to the rules you would have to get up and say i'm a little teapot type of thing in front of the whole your whole area of the restaurant and it's so much fun some of the servers who are older ones that have been there forever still do it they are my favorites um if you like finish your whole plate, you can get clean plate club stickers, which we do have. Right now. It's adorable, but it has gone downhill and I don't like it as much as I used to. I will get off of my soapbox and be quiet and hand the mic over to you. <laughs> I'm not as passionate about this one, so I'm not the best person to hand it off to based on your <laughs> response. I've had good experiences. I haven't really hated anything I've tried, but again, it's just very Americanized food, family style. Um, it's not my go-to when we go to Disney, my mom and I, just because we like trying new and different things, um, that we can't have at home. However, they've got some pretty good fried chicken, if I do remember correctly. So if you're into some like Americanized basic foods like that, then do it for sure. Plus you're probably in for a good laugh, but I will say it is dependent on your server. If you do not get a good server, then the whole experience goes to crap very fast. So I don't good know. Good server I, and good seating. Yes. Some of the seats are in awful rooms with too. no TVs. Yep. And like, or you can't see a TV period. And that's like part of the fun of it. The last couple of times we've gone, it's like we've gotten stuck in the back corner where no, no. one wants us. That's rough. Well, again. That's my high horse. No, I totally agree. I think it's important that you get a good server and a good seat in order to experience the best version of this restaurant. All right. I think that rounded out all of our restaurants, all six, right? Yep. That was all of these sit-down restaurants for Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, thank you so much for listening today. And don't forget to go follow us on Instagram at World of Dis Podcast and give us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify or where you are wherever you're listening from. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope you have a magical week. Bye, y'all.